Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Ladies and gentlemen, boxing lovers and likers, welcome to the ultimate sibling rivalry, Bigs versus Bigs. This podcast highlights two brothers who've been debating, undercutting, and contradicting each other for years about the sweet science of boxing, and now they're finally here to settle the score right on this podcast, Bigs versus Bigs. In the blue corner, the cool, collected, self-proclaimed ladies' man, he's famous for dominating debates without raising a vocal decimal, representing the youngest sibling in every family worldwide, Christian the Slim Reaper Biggs. In the right corner, the borderline obnoxious, the man that has been rumored to be 3,000-0 in all boxing debates, the man representing for all big brothers all over the globe, Justin Big Time Biggs. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Biggs versus Big Show, and today is very special. You know, we got Nell here. We got, you know, Chris and stuff, you know, whatever. But then we have somebody very special. This guy's been making a lot of noise in the boxing world, man. And you know what? It's like he just hopped on the scene. He's getting all these incredible interviews, man. And you got to respect it when you have a podcast and you see stuff like that going on. You can't hate. You got to, you know, welcome the people on the show. And you got to see people that are doing great things and go, you know what? Let's unite. So today we have... Coach Torres from the Mill City Boxing Podcast. That's where you follow him at on Instagram, guys. The man has amazing content and knows his boxing stuff, man. How you doing today? I'm doing good, guys. Thank you for sharing this platform with me. Yep. For having me on. Thank you for coming on, man. So, you know, look, man, I, I, you know, I know the viewers want to know a little bit about yourself, man. Uh, so how'd you get in the game, man? Well, um, I was an amateur boxer. You guys are boxers as well, right? Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, sir. Yeah. So I was an amateur boxer around 16 years old, uh. and then I I had a seventh fight, and then from there I just I ventured in. You know, I left my house and I just ventured into a different um, field. I was like doing nightclubs, owning nightclubs and stuff like that. I got back into boxing coaching, into the amateur field, fitness. Huh. And um, I ended up wanting to do commentary and interviews and do a platform just like you guys. Wow, man, that's dope. Well, when we have our next show, you know, big time promotions, you gotta come. You gotta come on and commentate. Uh, we love, we love to hear your point of view and the way you, you know, just articulate the sport of boxing. It, it gives a very fresh feel to it. Um, you know, we're, we're big fans of your podcast, the Mill City Mill City Boxing Podcast. So. Got to have you on with us. That would be amazing. No, man, I appreciate it, man. I love your guys' work, too. That's why I, I, I talked to your brother today, and I said, you know, I would like to hop on your podcast as well. I like the, I like the content. Man, I, yeah, I appreciate Thank you. That, yes, man. sir. <laughs> For real, man. I, I really, really appreciate that. Yeah, that's a great story, man. Look, I'm glad that you actually boxed, man. You yeah. know, because uh, it's... There's few fight, there's few coaches and people that know boxing and never did it before. You know, they just have like the eye for it, right? And I think that when we speak about fighters and you've actually done it, 
before. It's we need more people like that in there. You know, we have some people that never had to do it, but they kind of you know they can go to the gym and do some stuff. But for you to have seven fights, man, you really been through it. You really been in the locker room. You really were bout number five. You know, <laughs> you really took like that. <laughs> Yo, that's we. I was bout number five. Yeah, man. That's yeah. how I was. Bout number five to the glove table. Right? Yeah. Coach, you remember, mm-hmm. you didn't know who you were fighting. You came in there. You know, you were you you had two hours after, you had to make weight. You had two hours to eat your little bullcrap food or whatever, probably McDonald's. You sat there. You didn't know who you were fighting. You didn't want to ask a bunch of questions. But everybody in the room looked like there was your weight. <laughs> right? You had the hardest fight there. <laughs> you know the biggest, strongest guy was the guy. <laughs> what you guys don't know, right, So. Uh, when, I, when I actually competed in the gloves, um, I, I took a loss at the end of the, the before the nationals. But if I won that fight, I was going to have to fight Boo Boo Andre. Oh, oh wow. wow. Whoa, wow. okay. Man, yo, man, yo, look. Boo Boo was, I was an amateur of Boo Boo. He was already doing his thing already. So I was like, hey, man, you know, you do good. You get to fight Boo Boo. Nobody was really rushing to fight Boo Boo. And at that time, <laughs> him and Keith were going at it. They were in each other's weight class. At that, yeah, yeah. at that time, believe they were seniors. I was still in like juniors and stuff like that. But how, how you think you'd have deal with Booboo, man? Man, I'll tell you right now. When you're fighting and you're getting ready for war, you don't really you don't know who the names are until you say, "Hey, you know, you're top, you're fighting the top five guy, you're top, mm-hmm. top two. Mm-hmm. And then you're yeah. just like, "Hey, you know, I got in shape. I work hard, so let's do it." I mean, you know how it is. You're not really yeah. scared, scared, but right. at the end of the day, you know you are at that level. Hey, we're fighters too. You know, so you go in there thinking I'm gonna have to yeah. fight him just like anybody yeah. else. I like I like your answer, man. That's yeah. a, that's a really really good. He's like, yo, look, man. You know, he's a guy. I'm in there. I I got I got to do it. Yeah, I I love that answer, man. I really really do. And I with that, yeah, you, they were like 17 at the time too, right? Yeah, yeah. You were like 17, so it's like, yo, look, man. I'm sure you might have, you know, to be boxing, it's it's a poor man's sport. You know, it's not like you you're not. You're not privileged enough to play other sports, really. Your parents don't have the money. You, know, you might not have such good grades in school. So you get into this boxing thing, and you're probably already a type of person that either was picked on or you were kind of aggressive and like to fight. So we don't care. You know, as fighters, we're just like, yo, let's do it. You know, right. so you have the, the, the perfect uh, mentality. And there's a lot of guys today in the sport of boxing that have that same mentality. And I think a lot of them are on the, our, uh, our list for the most dangerous, you know, fighters in the sport right now, the most feared, the boogeymen, the boo-boos, the rougarous. So, you know, let's get into it. I heard that's a topic that, you know, you really wanted to touch on. So, you, you know, you, you got the floor, Coach. Well, I mean, <clears throat> when it comes to, like, the boogeyman and, and all that stuff, remember, these guys are all prize fighters, right? Right. So at the end of the day, they're going to go in there, they're going to give you a show, and no matter what, I don't think nobody really scared of anybody, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you got other opportunities from other fighters that have gotten big paydays and that don't want to take another loss because they know what it would do to their career. Yeah. Now, you, you know, we can call it a duck or we can call it, you know, caring about your career. <laughs> so, right, right, at the end of the day, but if you do want to talk about some of those fighters, I mean, I think you you definitely got to mention uh, Shakur Stevenson at 135. Mm-hmm. I think nobody's in no rush to fight him, and he hasn't even entered that division yet. Mm-hmm. So I don't think nobody's really. I mean, his options were he was supposed to fight Cambosis. Cambosis, mm-hmm. 
I seen a tweet. He said that, um, you know, respect to Shakur, but, you know, I'm going to wait till 2023 and maybe the end of it, too. Mm-hmm. He's gotten two big paydays with um, Devin Haney mm-hmm. and with Tifemo. So, you know, I think that's guy. We got also um, in the 47 division. I think there's two guys in the 40, the 47 division. I think uh, Boo Tennis is definitely one of those guys you have to mention as mm-hmm. well, which I think about Boots. I think I fought with Boots in the, uh, I didn't fight him, but we were in Olympic qualifiers in Philly. And he was one of the guys that, that stood out. Stood out to me. I was like, yo, wow, that guy's doing his thing. He's at 141, I was at 52. The reason why Shakur and and uh, Boots were not mentioned on my my list personally was because uh, the for me though the guys that were on the list have been isolated for so long, you know, and they are trying to fight their contemporaries, and even as dangerous as Boots is, right, killer. I said, you know, he kind of just got there, so it's like. I can't kind of say that people have been ducking him because it's like for Terrence to fight him, for Errol Spence to fight him, Errol said he would, Terrence said he, he would. And also from my knowledge that a contract was never sent to Terrence nor Errol Spence Jr. Or Virgil Ortiz, nor uh, uh, who else? Uh, the other guys. So I was kind of going off of the contracts being sent, the fights trying to be made and, and, and fights that made kind of sense. Like, when I look at Charlo, it's no he, he's been mandatory for my man for two for Canelo Alvarez for two years. Right? That bothered me. Bubu's been mandatory for Mungia for two years and multiple other people. Better BF and just the destruction. But I do believe in a few more months, I gotta add uh boost to that list. Um Shakur's just got there. We're gonna see if it's a, like how you said, a livelihood thing for people. But I did see Bill said, "Yo, make the call and we'll fight. We'll fight you." I think I think it's a I think it's a mixture of things, um, you know. And to and to look at the other on the other spectrum of it, there are there. Are... Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba da ba ba ba. At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting black futures. In collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League, State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing, all while offering academic support, life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. There are a lot of fighters that do have a certain level of status or hype around them, and everybody in and around that weight wants that fight Mm -hmm. because they truly feel like, boy, if I get that fight, I'm going to shine on that dude. Please let me get some of that. Um, you're absolutely right. Boots is not one of those guys. People are very afraid to fight him. I, I, I truly do believe. Yeah. I believe that to be Low true. Low risk, high reward. Uh, yeah. The reward. Would, the reward would be hefty, but the risk is still. No, it's, no. it's still a huge risk on your career. It could be career ending just fight because he has good power, good speed. Yeah. Like it's, it's he's he's a variable. You don't know if you're gonna go in there and just and be. You you know that it's gonna be a tough fight. So 
Well, um, and with Shakur, he has the ability to outbox you, um, um, outrange you, seemingly outslick a lot of people, and he's big for that weight right now. So yeah. I get why they're feared. My thing was when I put my list together, it was more I, all those all those guys were world champions already, and the and the and the, you know the titles right, are right. the most coveted award in the sport of boxing. Mm-hmm. And for a fighter to have, you know, a belt and people to still fear him was like is what made them was made it so impactful for me to see that those fighters were still not getting, yeah. you know, the opportunities they deserve. Mm-hmm. Those huge fights. Backing off what you guys are saying, it's like, you know, opportunity, mm-hmm. timing. Yeah. You know, that comes into yeah. play as well. And for guys like you mentioned, like Terrence Crawford and Bud, everybody has to wait for them mm-hmm. in that world. Vision. Yeah. So those guys that you know, uh, Spence's case, he's been campaigning at 47 since the Olympics. Mm-hmm. He wants to get undisputed and he needs to move up. Yeah. So in reality, his requirements to fight boots is really, like you said, low risk, no, you know, yeah, high risk, low reward, like you say. But then, in the same token, you know, what I'm saying like um, Virgil Ortiz and. Um, Golden Boy just won that purse bid for two uh, two point three million dollars to fight Stan Jonas. Mm-hmm. Now that's already been approved. Now, so those guys are occupied. Um, but the reason why I mentioned Boots is because I look at some of the guys that you know they fought and um, guys in the top level like uh, Chris Van Deren. I yeah, interviewed him. Yeah, Van Deren, right? Mm-hmm. And he mentioned he's like you know. Spence is definitely that dude. He um, he didn't get knocked out by Spence. He just got rocked, you know, mm-hmm. throughout the whole rounds. But with Boots, when you seen him fight Boots, he Boots took the center of the ring, and mm-hmm. the other guy was just hanging around the ropes. He got a DQ, and that's how that that fight ended. Mm-hmm. But you could tell how it was gonna end as well. Right. So that, I just look at too, like I'm a betting man in this in this sport as well. So I necessarily don't go off of the achievement. Mm-hmm. I kind of go off of like the boxing eye mm-hmm. because that's how you make money, right? Right, yes. right, right, yeah. right. It definitely. But that's why I mentioned Boots. I could see, like, don't get me wrong. I could see Boots. Put, Boots has the ability to beat on on a good night to beat anybody. I think he's the most one of the most talented prospects uh, coming up. And how my brother was saying. For you to have a belt and for a fighter to not want to unify and they're doing anything to not fight you. That's a big bag of money. That's what that belt means. Like like Benavidez, (laughs) right? When you can make a mega fight with someone and make more money than you ever made and a guy still goes, no, (laughs) that's how you make my list. And you're you're, you're putting the Beats by Dre on guys and you're putting them in the hospital. Like Boots is definitely doing that. He's definitely, but it's just once he gets that belt, and then we're like, yo, why, why Virgil won't fight him? Why Conor Ben won't fight him? Why this guy won't fight him? Why that guy won't fight him? It's a strong possibility that he will be one of those guys, though. He, you know? he, he, he's, Given he's, time. He'll be one of those ones. It's just right now, I just said, you know what? Those guys right there, the Benavidez thing, the Canelo saying, I don't want to fight Mexican fighters anymore. I've never heard anything like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Benavidez is definitely avoided. Yo, he's he's killed. Was it now? He's fighting on the seventh. What do you guys think about that? Uh, who? He's fighting. Uh, Boots. Oh, oh, no. uh, Jerron Ennis fighting. Uh, 
he's fighting somebody. I, I don't know his name. Yeah. Yeah. He's fighting on the co-main event on the tank card, yeah. Yeah, for the so, IBF Interim World Welterweight. Yep, and shout out to Boots, um, yeah. to Boo Boo on that card and Rashidi Ellis in my town. This is my area, guys. I like I like Rashidi a lot, man. We got, we like got to dig into that now. F- find out who that is for his us. His name Boots. is uh, yeah. Karen Chukadazian. I looked him up. Yeah. I looked. I didn't know his name. I looked him up. Mm-hmm. So whoa, whoa, so let's so let's rewind because you mentioned um, um, Ortiz versus Stanionis, or is it Stanionis versus Ortiz? I don't know whose name is first. Stanionis champion. Okay. Stanionis. What do you think, He's coach? Give us your analysis of that fight. Wow, <clears throat> um, I interviewed Stanionis um, like two days ago. You know, a warrior from Lithuania, <laughs> undefeated fighter. It's not. I mean, the thing about where. Virgil's, he's a special talent, man. Very explosive fighter. Very underrated defense. Has a great jab. He has a lot of kinks in his armor. But um, I think he can get away with this win for sure. I don't think Stan Jonas has what it takes to be able to. The skill level, really. I think it's just the skill level. It's going to be a war. It's mm. definitely going to be a war, and I don't really see it going 12. Mm. I mm. I don't much respect to Stenionis. Stenionis impressed me when he fought uh, a Jip. Uh, what's the dang, What's his? What's Justin his? Deloach. Justin Deloach, right? Justin Deloach had an up and down kind of career. Some nights looking great, never really finding, making that transition to the contender level, right? Stenionis mm-hmm. kind of was able to overpower him and mow him over. I had I have not seen that Stenionis since then. Uh, winning the title, I wasn't tr- truly imp- impressed like that. And I just feel like how you said, I think that that kid Virgil has, like, I'm impressed with him as a fighter. He's a very good fighter. But I think Virgil just is, if Virgil's who we think he is, he's too strong, punches too hard. And once he gets hit, he just, he's like a, like a, a buzzsaw. He just like the Tasmanian devil. The way he just, just uses his hips and destroys everything. I just see the fight ending within like six rounds, seven rounds. I don't think it's going to be competitive at all. Well, I think it's too it took him. It took him, I believe, eight rounds to to stop uh, McKinnison. Yeah, yeah. Uh, McKinnison is a mover, though. Mm-hmm. Danny Onis is a is a come forward. Uh. You know, explosive brawler. I mm-hmm. say, I, I like, I really do like his straight shots. I like his jab and I yeah. like his right hand. It comes out really straight and sharp, and he's able to cover up after it. I think that, I think Virgil Ortiz is probably going to split that guard and um, make him make him uncomfortable uh, because that's something that he does really, really well. He makes his opponents very uncomfortable and fight at a fast pace, and I think he'll he'll break him down. But we will see. Because I do like Stenionis' right hand. I'm, I'm not. I, I think he has one of the best, like sharp, straight right hands right now. So we'll see. We'll, we'll see exactly what's going to happen. It's going to be a short night. <laughs> I'm just. We'll I, I just. I don't. I, unless he's like, he's not a hype job. But I, I just don't. When I look at Virgil, Virgil is actually fighting. Let Let's be real, right? All the all these contenders, one forty seven contenders, they're fighting guys that are mentally defeated. You know, mm-hmm. it's like but it's, you off of his last opponent, right? Mean Machine. Mean Virgil. Machine. I I I was impressed, but there's a blueprint. You know, like I see when I looked at. You know how I knew Keith Thurman was real. 
when he fought Diego Chavez. You remember that fight? Diego yeah. Chavez, nobody want to fight him. Heavy puncher, tough, undefeated. Slick. 26 to no, 24 knockouts. He's a killer. You're a killer. One of you guys got to go. Somebody going to die. And they threw him in the ring. And I said, yo, that boy Keith is the real deal. And I cannot stamp you if you're fighting somebody that already has ghosts in them. And it's not that you're not a good fighter. It's that I don't really know what you're made of. Madonna, Victor Ortiz, right when they fought. What did we find out? We found out who was, you know, a tough throwback fighter. We found out who was sometimes. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And Victor Ortiz was an incredible fighter. But we saw the difference between the pedigrees. And Madonna went on to give Floyd one of his hardest fights. Victor Ortiz was dealing with certain issues. So we don't know until a guy is in there with another killer. Right. Mm, so I agree. the moves are cool. The 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 oh you got yo, this guy could do this. Oh man, he's the next Floyd. But no, nah, no. Nah. What happens when you get in there with some like like Christopher Colbert? And uh my man. I, I grew up with Chris. I, I know Chris, right? But yo, when that at State Farm, we're committed to uplifting black futures. In collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League, State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing, all while offering academic support, life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. When that guy started not caring about who Christopher Colbert was and started punching on him, mm-hmm. we saw who guys really were. Yeah. We Cause, saw. Because he undefeated just like you undefeated. There's another fight. I want to ask both of you guys. Another fight. Um... I think December 17th, mm-hmm. Rivera versus Martin, which is undefeated, undefeated versus undefeated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to see who's real. What do you guys think? I want to see. I want to hear what Coach got to say first. This is his topic. Well, like we, like what we said, you know what I'm saying, two young hungry lions going at it in the early stages of their career. It's great to see that in boxing because we don't really get that, right? Yeah. Um, But... I like Rivera in this fight, guys. Wow. You know, I, wow. Yeah. I like Rivera in this fight. The guy that looks like Muhammad Ali, <laughs> you know? Um, the, the guy the guy has an outside game. He has an inside game, and he's a big boy. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, you know, Showtime knew what they were doing when they put this card together. They put an A, a side, A side to it, and let's see who the better man is. Frank's a... He's a dog, you know. You you training with Spence, you're gonna be a dog too. Mm-hmm. I was listening to uh, one of the interviews that he had on. Uh, forget who was covering it, but he was saying that you know Spence, the way he you know the way he trains, it's just nonstop, nonstop. So he feels the same way. He gotta be nonstop in the training. Vice versa, Spence is saying the same thing. I guess Derek James said he's a very um, athletic guy, mm-hmm. he played football, um, but I, 
I just think that, you know, Rivera got really good skills, really good amateur pedigree. Yeah. So I would have to go with the guy that has the more the more skills, but then also has been in the ring long enough to be able to take what Frank got. Keyshawn Davis said the same thing. And when I watched Rivera, I didn't see it, man. Like, I'm a, I saw him fight once or twice, and I changed the channel. It was like another fight on or something like that. I, I didn't see it. I, I didn't see it. And now I have to really go back and watch him because I automatically saw this fight, and I said, I said, nah, Frank going to roll through him. He's a baby. I, that's what I thought. I said, it's not ready. It's too soon. He's getting greedy. He wants to fight Tank. I just don't. I just think that he needs more years to mature. You know, I thought he looked the part, like as far as like I like the Ali thing, but I just didn't see the this guy that was going to that 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 he had the reflexes yet, he had the defense yet, he was strong enough. I didn't see him beat anybody that really opened my eyes, but I've been seeing Frank, you know, you know, appeal through guys, and um, I was thinking, yo, Frank gonna stop him, you know, pretty pretty easily. That's his that's his best bet. Mm-hmm. That's the only way he's gonna win this fight. You got to pay attention when a guy says he's a reincarnation of Muhammad Ali. Got to pay attention. <laughs> I was I was I was watching him fight and I looked at some comments and one of the comments was like this guy looks just like Felix Trinidad and Julian Jackson put together. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I saw it. I said, "Oh god." Uh I, I watched him fight um Fernandez, right? And he outslicked him, he outboxed him. He showed some some amateur pedigree. Wow. I saw holes, but I did see slickness. And I did see some power. Um, but this guy, Fernandez, a strong guy, pretty basic. I didn't see anything that incredible. He dropped. He ended up dropping Rivera. Like, oh, man, he got caught with, a, like, a right hand leaning in kind of shot. If I'm, if I'm not mistaken, he's, he has some height on uh, Frank Martin, though, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. A, little, a little bit, yeah. A bit? Okay. What a, I got I to check the arm length on that. Um, I could see him giving Frank a lot of problems if he does have that reach advantage because he's quick. Mm-hmm. He's quick yeah. and he has pretty good footwork. So I don't know, man. I, I if I had to bet though, I'd say I I give it to Frank Martin because he looks a little more crisp and poised. And and uh, you know, when you're in there, man, the pros to me, the amateurs matter a lot. But I feel like the amateurs train you mentally for what the they'll, they'll give the the average pro the the mental edge over someone who did not have an amateur pedigree because they understand boxing. On a mental level, yeah, you know those different stages in a fight and how to adjust. Um, but I kind of feel like Frank already has that in the pros. Um, I'm not sure if Rivera does, mm-hmm. but you know, yeah. yeah. No, my thing is that with the po- politically, you know, I feel like Frank is there to win. You know, I'm not gonna lie. You know, you got Team Spence, Spence is you know whispering uh-huh. in people's ears as well, right? Mm-hmm. That's his thing. But watch that fight. Thoroughly, and we'll talk about that. And you guys talk about what y'all really think. Yeah, you, you gotta. A, yeah, you gotta come back on, and when when you know the fight's over, and we gotta know. talk about that. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm gonna go with Frank. I have a weird feeling that I was gonna like not watch the fight and then cut it on. Like what? So and so won. Rivera won. I'm like, biased to Southpaws too, I, coach. I, I, I <laughs> didn't think that, but I'm gonna say is this: Errol Spence has navigated his career incredibly. Errol Spence has not co-signed anything. But he co-signs this guy, Frank, to be Christopher Colbert. He co-signs him to allow him to take this fight. The guy really has a lot of respect for Errol Spence. Errol Spence speaks about him highly. 
I don't think he'd have his guy take this fight if he saw something that he would that was insurmountable. I think Errol Spence trains with the guy. He knows what he's doing. And he sees a guy that is a good fighter. But I think at the end of the day, we're going to come on this show, back on the show, on, after the 17th and say, it was too much too soon. The one thing that bothers me, though, that does make me lean toward you is that the pressure, man. The Errol Spence pressure. The team pressure. A lot of times it does charge you up to have somebody like that behind you. But... You know, we've seen many, many a time that does not work out for everyone. They might crumble under those big lights. Right. You can train like that, but doesn't mean you're going to fight like that. Ben yeah. fights like that. Yeah. yeah. Martin yeah. does it. Martin is more of a plotter. Yeah. He says, yeah. He'll put you in a trap. Mm-hmm. He he's not a volume puncher like Spence. They're not True. the same guy. They're not, They're not the same guy. guy. They're not the same and, guy. And in the same, the same token, if you look at how Michelle puts these punches together in the combination, mm-hmm. that's going to be overwhelming. Yo, you know what? I'm I'm gonna give this guy. I want. Let me give Michelle the, all the credit in the world if he beats Frank Martin. Me too. I, yeah. He, I am a believer. Yeah. I'm like on the 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 bandwagon. But I have to ask you one question, right? Because you've studied him a lot closer than I have, and I will be honest about that. Who's in Rivera's corner? And this going. This, I'm gonna make my decision right from this. <laughs> I, I'm not. To be quite honest, I don't know. Okay. I don't know in his corner. If it, if it's not a guy that I've ever heard of, <laughs> I'm going with I'm going with Derek James. Trade of the year. Pulling, yeah, Tra- let's see, let's see, Chanel. <laughs> I'm going with I'm going lions only, head down, bed down, and I'm going with my man, my Frank Martin. Because if I say you say a guy right now, Nell, that I've never heard of, I can't do it with him. I like it though. I like what you're saying, you know, because that, that combination of fighter and coach it, it goes a long way. But mm. you also see in like some great fighters that that's not the case at all. Like look at look at Crawford. You think he listens to Bomat? Bomat, Bomat, doing stuff, man. I'm with you know. I'm with Bomat. You know, Bomat made me a believer because if you do it one time, for Fabulous said. Uh, they say it's beginner's luck. You do it two times, you got to repeat. Bo Matt got about he got he got he got he got Terrence, right? They got Keyshawn and they got Steve Nelson. I'm yo, I'm with him. I'm for them. Keyshawn, I like what they do. Keyshawn was the shit. Keyshawn was the shit. I'm sorry, but I can't swear. But oh, before Bo Matt, Keyshawn could fight. They they got him. The Bo Matt got some hitters now. But if you come, Bomat, Bomat comes into your career. He de- he doesn't make you a fighter. He doesn't make the fighter. He, he comes into you. Ha- oh, you know what? Okay, yeah, yeah. Because he. Had- hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash prime 
and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Bomac, because Bomac was a boxer, was 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 training with him, I believe. That's Terrence's story. Bomac was training around him after coach the coach died. Then Bomac started working with him. Oh, you know, okay, okay, you know what you said. You say you saying something. You but then yeah, okay, okay. Crawford, Crawford made Bowman, and on the same token, like Bowman has like has tendencies to like try to take credit for certain things. Willie Moe, Willie Moe had a little issue with it, and our, he doesn't put him on blast, uh-huh. but he talks about a certain trainer trying to give um, take credit from Shakur, and uh, you could probably watch in the boxing voice, and uh-huh. there's an interview with. Uh, and they, they, you can know, you know, he's talking about Bowman in that situation. So. <laughs> <laughs> And it's just like you got to give credit to the guy that made the fighter. Like you really do. Mm-hmm. Willie Willie Moe is that one of the coaches in Terrence's corner? No, Willie Moe is the the um, the trainer of um, Shakur Stevenson. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Not not his not his. I know his grandfather trains him, right? It's his grandfather. Oh, Willie yeah, Moe. his grandfather. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, wow. So wow. now give it to us. All right. Who's so in the corner of uh, Michelle Rivera? Herman Casado, and then looking him up. We have at State Farm, we're committed to uplifting black futures in collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League. State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing, all while offering academic support, life skills and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Herman Casado. The other fighters he have trained, we have obviously Michelle Rivera, and then we have Luis Ortiz, Juan Carlos Payano, Jose Mateus Romero, and those are the names. That well, what was the recognize. first two names you said? Luis Ortiz. Luis Ortiz. Okay, you got one hitter on there. Okay, who else? And then... Uh, Juan Carlos Payano. Okay. Oh, Payano. Oh, Payano. That, that in, in a way knocked him out. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So he's been he's been to the he's been to the playoffs. <laughs> but I'm going with Bill Belichick. We got another one, baby. I'm going with Tom Brady. Wait, 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 wait. Now do me one more favor. One more, one more look up. Has Frank Martin fought a twelve round fight yet? Ooh, Frank. Because I know Rivera has. Oh, that's ooh. no. This is his first twelve round fight. His last fight against Jackson Martinez was ten. And you know what happened with Jermaine Ortiz and Loma? We do that know was what his happened. First twelve round. Oh, yes, we do. Uh, those 12, those championship rounds matter. Yeah. Wow. That could have been a very different fight. I think. I think. Wow. I think my man Dirt J might be. Three times chain of the year. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna see man, one. because you know That's what it is. Because you know one. what it is, though. You know what it is. You have to be able to. Because I see some holes in Rivera, right? But there's holes in everybody. Everyone's human. But you have to be able to exploit those holes before you get tired yeah. in the fight. If you're gonna be a knockout guy, you have to be able to take advantage of all that stuff before you start wearing down. That's what happens in the uh, uh, you know Javante Davis versus Isaac Cruz. Mm-hmm. Great knockout guy, but by the time he was able to really get close enough to do big damage on Tank, he was already kind of gassed out. For the record, so, uh, uh-huh. Rivera has a 58% knockout ratio, mm-hmm. and Frank has 75. Okay, 75. Here's another yeah. thing. Yeah. I, Coach Torres is putting doubt in my mind. I'm going to keep it real. <laughs> Not a lot of guys come here and put doubt in my mind. It's two things that's worrying me a little bit. Frank mm-hmm. Martin does have a lot of muscles. 
And I do see <laughs> <laughs> And he do look like he like I didn't realize he played football. He's really strong, but like no, like the football arms you get kinda of a little tired, right? He, mm. and that last who did he fight that last fight, coach? That last fight, I thought he should have really annihilated that guy a little earlier than he did. Who's that guy? That yeah. No, he, that guy was good. That guy was good. He was the one that um supposedly beat Roley. Oh yes. yes. Yeah, okay. yes. And but he also but Richard Comey knocked him out. Yes. So I was kind of like Richard just knocked you out. He did stop him, but that guy is good. Richard been a while for a while. He's been around, he's a veteran. Though. Richard could punch. Been you around for a while too. This is a good fight. Split decision. It's a great fight. Split, split decision victory. That's what I'm calling. He's not <laughs> knocking that kid out. Split decision victory, Frank Martin, because of <laughs> Man down, hand down, man down for motions. <laughs> Chris was right, though. Controversial, uh, though. You does have a three-inch reach advantage. You were right, Chris. Three in, uh, yeah. yeah, so, you know, we're going to really... That, that's a great fight. That's a great fight. That's a great fight. Why are we talking about it? Gonna, he's going to fill up a lot in that weight after weigh-in. He's going to be big. Mm-hmm. He is, but I'm going to tell you, because last thing I'm going to say, we'll go to the next question. I think we're going to see... You're going to feel like at the end of this fight... You're gonna be like, yeah, we did it. And all of a sudden, when they're about to say the winner, you're gonna see them put a gun to Rivera. And you're gonna be like, wow, they robbed this man. <laughs> <laughs> In front of everybody. In front it's of everybody. <laughs> it's gonna be like a draw or like a, a a win for him split decision. One of the judges is gonna go, you know. That so, good? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. So on to the next question. We have Tim Zhu, son of Costa Zhu is scheduled to fight Jamel Charlo in January for the title of Undisputed. How do you see that fight playing out? And Co- why? Coach first. You, you go first. All right, Coach, you're up. Coach! Coach is starting. Uh, you're on a roll, man. It's, it's, it's his episode. Today. Charlo. Charlo. K.O. K.O.? Mm. Too, too much power, and he's been there. Been there, done that. He, he owns that division. Mm. This mm. guy knows his boxing. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Can you guess the shot? Do you know what shot? Do you feel like it's gonna be one punch accumulation? I, I didn't really study the other guy, the guy, but you know, Charlo got a mean left hook, right? Insane. Yes, he does. Insane. He puts anybody out with that thing. He often hurts people with the right hand. Yeah. You know, for mid range, his right hand is better than his left hook too. Yeah, you're right about that. His right hand's better. <sighs> he can hit with both hands. He's a dangerous fighter for anybody. Mm-hmm. I think the movement, you know. Tim Souza come forward, wants you to engage, sort of fighter. He loves to trap you on the ropes. And that's the one thing that I see. That's his best that's his best weapon against Charlo. Is getting him on the ropes. Because I do not like Charlo's defense on the ropes. Never have. Yeah. Um Castano exposed him on the first time. Um, and, and Castano was amazing at doing he's one of, he was one he's one of the best mm-hmm. in the sport right now at trapping his opponent on the ropes for sure and pressure and pressuring you. But you know, I just didn't like what I saw. I felt like Charlo took a lot of desperate shots, desperate left hooks, you know, right hands that left him off balance, and his lead and his head was, you know, over his front knee. Mm-hmm. If Tim can keep him there, off balance, work the body, to have a chance, but he squares up on the ropes. Castanio's better than him. Castanio's a lot better. Well, because of the size, at that weight, Tim is big. Castaño is kind of you know not that not 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 a huge 154. I think Tim Tim Sue is a, a a very big 154. So 
That just makes room for more punishment. <laughs> yeah. I think that in that Castaño fight, Castaño overcompensated. And there's something about Charlo that always... Charlo, I, would, I, I personally would love to fight Charlo. There's one thing about Charlo that really you have to be so aware of and that adds concern, right? And Charlo actually knows what it is. And then I realized how high this guy's IQ is, right? The thing about Charlo is that Charlo will throw the same punch in a different way. He'll throw a punch sometimes. Like Charlo will throw a right hand. And you'll be like, oh, this guy just started boxing? Why he do it like that, right? And then the next time, he'll throw that right hand completely correct. And it'll be the most beautiful right hand you've ever seen. Or it'll be the left hook or an uppercut. All it, like, and that's the weird thing about the those, those brothers. Very unorthodox. Very unorthodox, yeah. but then they'll throw something, but then it'll be it'll be sloppy, or it'll be like just like, oh, that was ugly, right? And the next thing you know, it's some perfect uppercut to your chin, and you lay down on the floor having a seizure. And he said it in the interview. He said, to the, him, and, him and him and Kazu are going, uh, Timzu are going back and forth, and he goes, "I'm weird." And he's like, like <laughs> "Mate, what does that mean, mate?" He said. I'm weird. <laughs> I do everything weird. <laughs> Did you see that? Yeah. Uh-huh. Didn't see Chris I mean, watching us. You were cracking up. Yo, go, go. God, he said, he said, I'm weird. I do everything weird. Are you going to see what I'm talking about? <laughs> you know, you know those, I think that the sport needs those brothers, man. Wow. Like, just, you need those characteristics in sport in this boxing game for sure. I love them, man, man. I was I was watching the clip of them backstage with uh with, I think Jamal backstage with Regis. Yeah. I said, damn, I need a hype man like this guy. I'm about to fight. This is the perfect guy. This is the yo, yeah. this is the guy. I man. love them guys, man. Feel unstoppable. Was, <laughs> they, they make such an impact, man. Like I was doing an interview, right? When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludacris. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. I was sour with Evander at the time. So I'm on my, like, fifth fight, and, you know, they start talking to me, hey, who, who would you like to fight, and blah, blah. And the guy's interviewing me. He goes, hey, man, like, this interview is, like, so much better than the last interview I had. And I was like, really? He said, yeah, man, interview the Charlos, man. He's like, yeah, those guys are like, something's wrong with them, man. Like, the dude slapped my microphone and broke it. <laughs> wow. I said, what? I said, why? He said, nothing happened. <laughs> he <just> smacked my <laughs> Wow. Yeah, y'all, though. Huh? You can tell that they'll rock with y'all, though. I like I like those guys, man. Because I, I, it's like you know what you said it. The sport need the sport needs that. I man. Love those guys, man. I, I, They're the bad boys, right? They're the bad boys. Yeah, of the sport. yeah. They're I, the I, bad boys. They always got something interesting to say too. I, I can't stand a boring athlete, man. And they're violent. I like you know? I like the violence to it. They're in there to hurt you. They're not playing around. Nothing friendly. I I, I like I, I totally like those dudes, man. And I'm going. So you all got you all got Charlo? Yeah, I got yeah, yeah I got Charlo. Yeah. I got Charlo. Yeah, nothing, nothing there now. We're sticking together. We all got Charlo. I was. I can say. Whoa, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. My, my thing is this. This is this is my this is my difference. I don't. I'm not buying in on a knockout just yet. He's going to sleep. I'm not buying in on it. He's big. He's a big guy. Pressure fighter. Um, and he might. He probably make. See, when you're in the ring, and I know it's something that you know, Coach Nell. Just 
you're in there and when 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 your opponent is pressuring you and you you're not as effective as you want to be you feel uncomfortable you start to get real fatigue man mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you start to get very uncomfortable and fatigue and i'm t- i think the size and the weight cuz mm-hmm. however big he is like you just said about Rivera he's going to come in mm-hmm. 10 15 pounds bigger so mm-hmm. i could easily see it being a 12 round decision but yeah. Charlo winning because he's a natural boxer counter puncher anyway. Mm-hmm. Hey, Bill Belichick gonna drop that play and what? And they gonna hit that boy with a right hand. They watch because you know my man hit him with a right hand for sure. Gosh, and yeah. drop, go to drop them. They gonna hit him with a gallop right hand like this. Mm. Ying, and he gonna go to sleep. We go like, oh my god, Timmy. I'm, I'm telling you what's gonna happen. I, I don't know, Just. I can see. I can see it easily being twelve round decision. No, man. it's not gonna easily. be twelve round. I'm gonna. I'm calling up the promoter. So you want to bet on it? Tell me, save me a second. Do you want to bet on it? Because I'm not going to be home while she's fights all night. Do you want to bet on it? Let's bet on it. All right. Let's bet on knockout. Coach, you all witness. We're betting on it now. It's what we got to do? This is a big bet. I we always leave it up to Chanel. Big bet. What we got to do on here? Hot uh, chips. I want to be hot chips. Once hot his boy, chips. Once his oh, boy I've been lose. waiting for the hot chips. Hot chips. Hot yeah, chips? Yeah. I have it. Lose it. Lose it. hot chips. Flaming hot chips. Hottest chips in the world. This guy going to eat it on like on, on the camera. No, you going to ask. It's all yours, boy. Yeah, it's you, all yours. You're tripping. going 12. Lions only. All right. Man down, hand down. All right. We'll see. <laughs> Brother Check going to get another one. Yeah, make him extra spicy, too, for this guy. Oh, my God. Shut him up. <laughs> Shut him up for a good two minutes. We knocking Timmy out. I like Timmy, too. I like his Give dad, too. Yeah. It's, it's not. It's Listen, man. All right. What's so. up, Nell? What's the next one? Our next question. You guys That's are hilarious, tripping, by the man. way. I was trying Coach, to find... Coach, I don't know nothing about boxing, Coach. I'm carrying him, man. <laughs> I'm going to find that interview uh, with Tim Zhu and... Hey, you guys are both good. You guys are both Hey, man, listen. He's, I'm his trainer. Don't You know, I'm his coach. Don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry about it. All eight of his fights. Don't let him fool you because he got a big mouth. Let me tell you, been stopped. <laughs> Never. Oh my God. Never. Moving on. The two of them, Never. I can't. <laughs> All right. So Crawford versus Avenisian sells out well, sells well over projected pay per view values. Does this mean a fight between Crawford and Spence will outsell Tank versus Garcia? Coach, you're up first. Oh, yes. His show. His <laughs> show. I'm, no, this is y'all's show, but uh-huh. I'm definitely getting in on this, though. Um, I heard. Um, and it's not like a real source or anything like that, but I heard they gave away a lot of tickets, like a lot, like more than, more than like, more than Tank gives away, you know? Ooh. You know, I've been to a Tank show in Atlanta and, you know, there'll be school, school buses of schools coming in and that's all giving away tickets. So don't let, don't let these guys fool you about like, sell out, I'm a sell out, I'm a sell out. I was there, they were still seats there, you know? But going back off of that, yeah, man, I think, I don't know, that's hard to say. I would probably have to lean more to, like, Terrence, Terrence and Spence because right now, like, yeah, Ryan's are, like, a super popular, but his gait is not crazy. Remember, his popularity is off of, like, YouTube and what, like, more off of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, exactly. He be doing them dances, he know them. Yo, and you gotta look at it because those kids that age don't have don't have money to be paying hundreds of dollars, a thousand dollars to be flying out. And then tank, you know, you know, tanks pussy to like two stacks. Like his, his nosebleeds are like one one forty, almost two hundred. That boy got his own money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take, yo, you know what? If you if you if you're done, coach, let me let me think. 
I think Terrence Crawford, Errol, uh, Errol Spence, they've been in the game so long. All of us are going to try to be there. Yeah. I think we know it's an elite-level fight. We know what these guys can do. And that boy, Errol Spence, is selling out freaking uh, Cowboy Stadium. You know? Like, With a great partner. He has a great partner, right, to fight. You know, uh, uh, the best. my man is doing his thing. Can you say? In Omaha. So, I'm going to I'm, I'm go with them. And shout out to BLK Prime, too. I love what they did. Right. I, I, I don't want people to talk bad about Av, a, a, the Avenitian fight. Because you know what? I think Terrence deserved that $10 million. And I have, I have I to... Do. I have to look at it and you have to go, right? I was thinking about this, Coach, and I, I said it on, on, on one of my episodes, right? I said, you know what? Canelo Alvarez, right? Great great fighter. Got busted with illegal substances, allegedly. No, they caught him. They, he did. And then they, and then then he, then he what they did? You know what they did after that? You remember, Coach? They gave him the biggest contract in sports, $365 million. I call that, that really, you lost sleep off that one. They huh? praised him. I swear. It was for 11 fights. So that equals to $33 million a fight, right? Man, he's been talking about this for no, years, no, man. No, this no, shit, no, 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 Because when they want to give a brother. He hates it, y'all. We were talking you. about it yesterday. <laughs> no, 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 because everybody got mad. When the wrong contract you talking about? With the zone. zone contract, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. They gave him all that money. They gave right? him a million for every day of the year. <laughs> and I said, I said, you know what? Canelo has some good wins. You know, lost to Floyd or whatever. Good fighter. But now that the current pound for pound fighter gets ten million, and they cry about Avenition. Avenition is number fifteen. Why you didn't fight Virgil? Why didn't you fight Boots? Why you didn't you fight Conor Ben? Let me ask you a question. That man, Avenician, defeated Flo- Shane Mosley, Jr. He defeated Josh Kelly. They was all on Josh Kelly in the UK. Josh Kelly was the man, right? I, when, when my man got... He stopped the, Josh Kelly. He just stopped him. When my man got the contract, Canelo Alvarez, right? If you remember, his first fight was Rocky Fielding for $33 million. Who yeah, did Rocky... Everybody was mad. Who did Rocky Fielding beat? Everybody did Rocky Fielding beat, Rocky Fielding beat one Shane Mosley Jr. who's going to be in the Hall of Fame? What, did he beat one Hall of Famer? I don't even know who. Uh, to this day, I really don't know who Rocky oh, one, Fielding one is. One blue check prospect? Be okay. Yeah, I, I would have to agree with you. Like People, they don't respect Tank's resume. They don't respect Crawford's resume. No, res- no, no resumes are really respected these days. It's really strange. Like that's the first thing that everyone says about everyone. Who have you for? Like, yeah, and then you can't even go off of hardware anymore, too, because you know with the promotional companies, you can't. They like to hold on to that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of deals. A lot of lot of deals. A lot of deals. Um, what they mean is name brand fighter. But you know what? I, I would say I would say this too. Right? Whatever Crawford did sell that night was just. Terrence Crawford alone because no one came there to see Avenician. Well, I heard the Kardashians from Ar- yeah. Armenians, right? They were there. I heard they were there. They were streaming a fight. Well, they were streaming it. Shout outs to them, but it was, it was a Crawford card. So if whatever stadium he did sell out, whatever it looked like in there, it was all, everyone was there for Crawford versus, you know, Tank Davis, 
I mean, you got like a Floyd Mayweather cosign. There's no greater cosign to have. Mm-hmm. So even if you know if, if whatever he's selling, he's still bust loads of tickets. Mm-hmm. I say there's a yeah, but I still say you know the true fans of boxing know and are always going to pay for their money's worth in these fights. And everybody knows, I believe, Spence versus Crawford is the fight to watch. So everyone's going to be tuning in to watch that fight. Yeah. Right. Over. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. You know, Davis versus Garcia. Another fight. I love that fight, too. I love it. I hope. Yeah. I still. I still don't even. I still. It doesn't feel real to me. Davis. I don't know if they're gonna fight. All of the. All of the messing around and and why is it two tune up fights? I don't understand that. Never seen that in the history of the sport. Tune up fights before their big fight. This might be the biggest fight of the decade. Yeah, it might be. It very well could be, depending on how it plays out. And it could be two or three of these fights between these guys. They need to fight two or three times and then you know retire. But I, I don't even, really get paid. That's what they need to do. I need, we need you to break the tie on that one too. Uh, oh, Davis man. versus Davis versus Garcia. Oh, I got Garcia. He's tripping. This guy. Ryan. I got Ryan Garcia. This guy got um, you know he got Gorilla Gorilla fight Javante Davis. <laughs> what do you think, Coach? Such a good fight, right? You got you got you got to rub your face. You got you got you got to freshen up for that question. I know it's a good fight, man. Like I don't I don't really know like who who I want to say Tank more. I want to lean more to Tank. You know what I'm saying? Um, for numerous reasons, he he make less mistakes than Ryan too. You know what I'm saying? Ryan got a lot of, a lot of mistakes. What well, Ryan's upside. And the thing about it is, can this fight even happen also? Because it's like, is this fight being took in place at 40? Because Ryan looks huge. Very one, huge. 137. Yeah, yeah. Catch weight. Gotta be, right? Drink it drink. gotta be, right? Um, so that, I think that has to, that's going to be a big play. But I, I call I call Tank and, and Tank by knockout. Well, and for, for what reason? Tell me how it plays out if you can. Bro, he hit different, man. It's just a completely different punch. It, that's a that's a that's a middleweight punch. That's a that's a one six. That's a Charlo. <laughs> that's a Charlo right there. It's a Charlo yeah, lightweight. They said he hit harder than Keith Thurman. Mario Barra said that. Probably does. I mean, he showed it, right? It looked like it. Because he put he put he put Barrios down a few times. Yes, he did. I was at that fight. He put him down like three times. And then when they told him that the scorecards weren't in his favor, he took him out, mm-hmm. just like Crawford did to Porter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and I watched, and I, I, was af- I was afraid. I said, oh, man, I don't know. But then I watched, and this is the reason why he's going to beat Ryan Garcia, right? And I actually feel bad for Ryan because I don't think Ryan, I think Ryan should have fought one of the softer puncher 135s. I think this is a bad move. No, really, because he could survive from that, learn a lesson. I got outboxed. Nobody gets hurt. Somebody's career is gonna end. This, yeah, but it can go Ryan too, though. Because mm-hmm. now look at this, right? Yeah. Look at the Roley fight, yeah. right? He was sizing that shot up. I would have to agree, but it took some time, right? Yeah, yeah. Yes, it did. Ryan's no Roley. That jab is crazy. That hook, and then you don't even know if it's a hook or a jab. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So for it took him what? I, I forget how many rounds. I believe took. six. Six? So that's believe. half of the fight. You're going to have to give Ryan more rounds. Mm-hmm. So it depends on how comfortable Tank can get and who touches who first, really. If it's a you matter of... I see. I I I I. I let you guys talk. I didn't even get to say why. Why, why we? <laughs> no, no, no. That's enough. Out. That's enough. I let you guys talk, and I got. I'm gonna let you know right now, right? If they were the same exact height, I say Javante Davis. Mm-hmm. Ryan Garcia is about five ten. I've stood next to Javante Davis. You stood next to Ryan too? No. You love him so much. You stood, did, but I, I I've stood next. Mario's to him. Barrios is a little taller. Yes, he is. And how hard was that? How hard was that for the first however many rounds until he landed landed his super haymaker right hook? It was tough. He was down. Obviously, he was down. It was obvious. You don't don't understand the matter. He put him down numerous times, though. He did, did, but he was down on the scorecards. Now, you put in a tall, fast, sharp, super left hook. You can't get caught lunging. Let me put it that way. Let me teach this guy. Something. Let me put it that way: if 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 if, yeah. if Tank has if Tank has some way to win the fight, and 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 he can force Garcia to get desperate, there we go. He got his knockout. If he can't do that, if we see a Garcia that's probably a little more disciplined than he has been in the past, doesn't overextend himself too often, then those went no 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 those windows for that knockout for that incredible knockout shot become this small. Justin looks so disappointed in you for the record. Care. If he can, if he can jab, maintain the range, possibly force Tank to get desperate. You for a lot. I'm not. I'm really not though, because you know why? I'm a tall guy in there, okay. and I give short guys hell. It's just, yeah, bi- yeah. it's just biology. It's just mm-hmm. physics. Mm-hmm. If I'm tall, then on top of that, I'm fast, and on top of that, I hit mad hard, and my timing is impeccable. I'm in the best place on earth in that ring with a, with a guy who's shorter than me because all I have to do is wait for you to do something. Ryan got too and much when heart. when you do that, experience has to kick in. Ryan got too much heart. Okay. Like, like 50 Cent said, okay. Heart will get you killed. Let, <laughs> let, um, we go, hey, coach, you know, let me tell you, what is, let me tell you what's going to happen. There's a big problem where everybody got to understand with this fight. This is Ryan Garcia. If Ryan Garcia, I know he listens to this podcast. I love him. Right? Ryan. This is the big thing. He don't love you, dog. Deve- no, I do. I, do. I, don't, I don't like this fight. I don't want to see it. It's you, too dog. dangerous. Ryan has a developer uppercut. That's one. That's true. You're not going to go to the top without an uppercut. That's true. Ryan also has to diversify the speed of his punches. The speed of his punches are okay. all the same. And That's this true. kid, if you go back, everybody go back, watch Tank wasn't losing that fight with, with Mario Barrios. Floyd wants him to be a knockout machine. So he said, yo, you got to do this, got to do this. Floyd is smart. He said, get this guy out of here. Let right? me, t- let me, so he in, go no, ahead. no, no, stop, stop, man. So he went in there, he got him out of there. He went to headbanger style, hands up like this. And he, thought, and he started to land these shots on him, right? Because he read the punches. So literally, he started to just stand, stand near him. And the way he was moving his body, just slightly, slightly making him miss, slightly making him miss. Throwing shots here, throwing shots there, and taking and destroying the big guy. People don't understand about Javante Davis. Javante Davis is just as good of a boxer as Shakur Stevens, as Devin Haney, and as any other boxer in the game. And he reads offenses very well, and he finds in these holes, 
And it only takes one shot for him to disorient you, and he goes to the body. He is going to read this kid's offense, understand no uppercut is coming. He's going to start slipping these punches just by a little inch. And then he's going to turn. And then he's going to turn water into wine. He's going to get close. Uh, listen, to him, listen. And then he's going to get gorillified. <laughs> and then he's going to hit him with a hook, one hook, mm-hmm, and a mm-hmm. left hand. And he's going to leave him mm-hmm. on the ropes. Bad. Got you. See. I agree with some of it. Account, what you say a, count, a counter puncher's kryptonite is what? Speed. Not the same Every, speed, bro. I, I'm a counter puncher. I let you same talk. I let you, you talk. I let you talk. Timing. The counter punch. Timing, timing beats, beats speed, everything. but a counter puncher's worst nightmare is speed. Yeah. I know this from being in the ring myself. You can ask any. This is why right. Floyd Mayweather never really fought guys who were very, very fast. The fa- well, I'm going to break this down real quick for you then, right? Go ahead, Coach. So, Teach him. Uh, speed, right? You, you're talking about speed, right? And counter-punching, right? Yeah. So what beats power speed, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. What beats what be, what be speed timing, right? Yeah. What beats timing? Precision. Mm. Precision. You guys know what that word means. It's mm-hmm. obviously it's the perfect mm-hmm. shot, right? Mm-hmm. And that's that's... You can't really go off of speed beats a counter puncher. You know what I'm saying? It's more like a timing, a timer beats a, a counter puncher. Tank. Counter, Tank only feels comfortable punching when he's comfortable. And you can see that in all his big fights, the first six rounds are tough because he has to get acclimated. It's... It, you could you could scoff all you want to, but watch the fights. He's doing what maybe it's the game plan though. It, but it but it is his game plan. But he's also See, just a nat- he's a natural counterpuncher, so he has to get a rhythm for you, get a feel for you, and then he'll take you out once he once he once he like deciphers the puzzle of whoever he's fighting. He's amazing. It's it's it's, it's fantastic what he does, but it takes time. Ryan Garcia comes in there fast, <laughs> hot, sharp from round one. It's sloppy. No, not sloppy. No, really, it's not it's sloppy. It's, he gets sloppy in combination as the fight goes on, but early on, he's very, very, very sharp and That's fast. Worse if you see him fight hot. If if he gets sloppier as time goes on, and Tank has to find his mm-hmm. timing to counter him, he got to get there though. You see, yeah, but you but, see. It, but it, as he gets there, Ryan's getting sloppier. So it's just yeah. only a matter of time before they meet at the top right there. When Ryan fought Game Boy, and he couldn't find Game Boy, <laughs> then my man from Africa. They, you know, they saw him running, doing um, the, what's what's the, the the runs that they do, the the uh, the, the long distance runs, the marathons. They saw him at a four hundred <laughs> marathon in the Olympics. Say, hey, 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 if you fit these shorts, throw these shorts on. Come fight Ryan Garcia, and he went on there, threw his track shoes on, and he moved around and got away from all the punches. Never got hurt. Tank also fought for Seca on undercard of uh, uh Floyd Mayweather, Mayweather McGregor, <laughs> and put on a stinker. Nobody. That's but, a long time ago. Man, he was a bad But you talking about Game Boy? Game Boy was a couple fights ago. Yeah, it was two when fights he fights ago. Even when he fought Gamboa, it took him a, a while to get Gamboa out of there. I, that, was that wasn't even that was a couple Listen, years ago. Man, tank the knocked out Rollies who Rollies. I was going to ask you because yesterday you brought up Rollies and you said that way Rollies surprised pressure. I love Rollies. It was a lot of trouble for Tank. The way that he moves forward. Rollies would knock out a lot of guys at 135. Let me tell you something about Rollies. Mm-hmm. Rollies in the gym. Beating up all them fighters we like. Yeah, he was putting the beats on these guys. Every I was like, "What's up with this Rollins guy?" And Rollins was dropping videos on guys like they should have went to court. That, it was like revenge. I love videos. that video of him and Ryan. <laughs> 
It was like it was like a like like it was like Rollies was putting out people's nudes. They Rollies <laughs> them locked up for what he did to them guys. <laughs> Come on now, let's. It, it's a lot of fighters Rollies are beat up on because he got in there and made it rough. That kid is strong. That boy could punch. And 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 I I, I saw it in Tank's eyes. Tank was a little worried, man. Floyd signed Rollie for a reason. Tank used his patience. Tank is learned from Floyd Mayweather. I watched him train. Floyd says, Tank, take your time. Take your time. Look for your shots. And he lets guys drain themselves. And he says, and he learned from Floyd. Just like I watched Floyd. I think, Floyd, what are you doing? Why are you on the ropes, Floyd? Why are you blocking everything? And next thing you know, right hand, right hand, jab, stick to the body. And after a while, he breaks you down. That Tank, don't work on Tank everybody, is breaking man. everybody down. That don't work on everybody. But Tank got that. Everyone's not. Floyd. Tank got that 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 Deontay power. He got that the hammer Thor. He's like a he's like a lightweight Tyson, bro. Yeah, yeah. We'll also see what happens when he really fights. You know, like the the absolute top of that weight too. Y'all. He's gonna knock all of them guys out. We'll see. Tank is only gonna lose him on forty. Listen, everybody. Listen, let me tell you something. And even the guy that he's fighting is a two time Olympian, the one that beat Chris Colbert, Hector Garcia. He's really good. He's getting knocked out too. <laughs> <laughs> Coach. Wait. But, but fighter. Riddle He's me a this. Fighter. Riddle me this. Have we seen have we seen Davis in a fight that was 50-50 yet? That yeah, was that Rollies. was truly that was that was truly 50-50. Yeah, Rollies, man. That's enough that's enough from you, coach. So, I mean So you don't really like how he picks up as far as like a lighter a lighter uh, fighter coming up or a uh, heavier fighter coming down. That's your thing, right? I believe that his his resume is very credible. But there are fighters with more credible resumes. There's fighters who who came up with just 50-50 fights every fight or most fights. Who got a better fighter? Who got a better resume at one thirty five? Me, me personally, I like. Um, I mean, none of those guys really have are, were really brought up in that way. <laughs> to to be honest, like none of them were brought up thoroughbred uh, from from the mud. Like a guy like Progres was or. Or Terrence Crawford was, in my opinion, I really don't think. The only way, the only person you could have mentioned was Teal, and he moved up already. And Teal moved up, but Teal did have a. His fights were 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 more were way more fifty fifty for sure. Like first versus Richard Coleman, I was kind of like, ooh, I don't know. Richard Nakatani could go either way. I like I like Nakatani as well. Anybody fight? Nobody's ready for you know. Lomachenko had a hard way, very hard way too. Um, so Lomachenko, I say, had had a had a. You know, take what knocked him out. The real championship route, mm-hmm. the OG championship route. Mm-hmm. What y'all think about Devin Haney? You know, basically saying that he's not going to fight Loma if it's not on the date that he is at before Ramadan. I think you know that's, that's that's a religious belief, so I really can't say anything about that. But look, if I was if I was Devin's trainer, right? We getting out of one thirty five. It's too much, man. It's too much. Isaac Cruz is hanging around. Uh, 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 Shakur Stevens is on your heels. That kid is a hard fight. Javante Davis is now building more. Javante Davis is in his. Oh, you talking like his stepfather? I'm keeping it real. <laughs> Yo, coach, I'm keeping it real, man. We got the other kid, um, uh, uh, Dees Rivera and, and Frank Martin about to do his thing. Frank Martin is strong and tough. We got Keyshawn Davis around there That's that now is peeping everything. Uh, um, 
Shakur Candy. I don't know, man, Shakur. but he got, but he got, he got the, he got the golden, he got the golden ticket right now, man. Let he me, got, he got all those belts, and there's a lot of cash to still get right there. Because look, man, it's not that easy to go to 140. Tia Fimo showed you. Tank is collecting this. Tia showed you exactly what, exactly what's yeah, going yeah, on. Yeah, we, we know <laughs> up there, up there at 140. <laughs> Ain't no easy fights right there. Tio so is collecting the infinities. I mean, Javante Davis is collecting the infinity <laughs> stones, right? He has Isaac Cruz. He had Roley. He'll get this 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 Ryan Garcia knockout. He's been there with killers, and he said he's turning his attentions towards the mother guy. So you think he should run? I think nah, run out of the division. This is what's happening with Tank, bro. This is what's happening with Tank. He, he went the Mayweather route. Mm-hmm. Mayweather did not know that he wasn't going to resign. He's like, what? You're not going to resign? Now you got to pave your own way. You got to make your own moves, right? Uh-huh. So the best thing that he had to do was pick some fighters. He picked right, um, Hector Garcia. Great pick. I got to say, fight. you know, I know he's a 130 pounder. I understand. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, great pick. If you're going to come off and get that bag with Ryan, great, mm-hmm. right? But look, at he left himself room mm-hmm. to be able to get big fights with real cheddar. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that real cheddar is not split taken away from your manager, that's going to you. Mm-hmm. I mean, look what Bill Haney's saying to, to Calvin. They, they, I guess Tank don't pay his fighters that great, or they don't pay his um, coaches really that great. Calvin Ford is not necessarily, like, mm-hmm. you know, getting money like that. So, I mean, right now, this is Tank's time to be able to say, let me c- collect these checks mm-hmm. and still be able to get that legacy and shut everybody up in the same time. But that might put you in a very bad position. Let me let me. That might you. put you in a very b- bad position. You may you may overextend yourself in some of these fights. When you get Hector, we'll, Hector's gonna, this is gonna be. I think he's gonna knock Hector Lewis Garcia mm-hmm. out. That's personally what I, I think. Love, and and, and I don't cool. think it's gonna be that hard. I think it's gonna be re- reminiscent of him at one thirty. This this sort of fight here because he's he, Hector doesn't have that. I much don't speed. see nobody else knocking Hector out besides Pitbull. No, Pip, Pip, Pitbull. Or, I think or, Ryan would not. Ryan, out. see, Ryan is the most dangerous think guy at, one, at 135. The most dangerous guys: Tank, Ryan, Pitbull. Those are the guys that are going to really hurt you, right? I took a box too. I took a box. Oh, I, okay. Ryan got Tank. Tank has got he's five nine, so you take away the height too. Take away the height. Pitbull's already been eliminated. Rollies has been eliminated. Rollies already did stuff to Ryan in the gym, right? We all saw the video. And other yeah. guys that I'm not going, I'm not, other guys got it too, right? Mm-hmm. His confidence, Cervante Davis' confidence is at an all time high because once he defeats this kid, he knows, he said, he said, I want to beat him because that one kid was talking a bit, crap about me, uh, said he could beat me, Rick Colbert. And once he knocks him out, he knows for sure I'm better than Christopher Colbert. I'm better than Ryan Garcia because I knocked out Rollies. And he's going to turn his attention to those guys that are saying things. And here's the thing. These guys have the ability to beat Tank. Try to mm-hmm. outbox him. But there's one thing. If you watch Javante Davis box my man Cuellar, his boxing was so freaking sharp. He was so freaking fast. He's willing to punch with you, and it takes one shot. And with these kid, with these younger guys, their bodies are undeveloped. That is a grown man with extreme punching power, and it takes one shot. You got. You could be doing great. You could be winning the whole fight. Hey, but 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 hold on, hold on. Ryan Garcia is twenty four years old, and I and I've always known Hispanic fighters to develop early, especially when it comes to the and just the history of boxing. 
That's, Benitez winning the belt at 17. Fernando going up and, and fighting. So it, it, it ain't always that you're not going to be developed by 24 years old. He's, he's in his prime. I'm not going to stay. I'm not going to say he don't got his man strength. The excuse is going to be he's a child. That's going to be. I'm telling you, they're gonna, they're gonna, Golden Boy's going to flip it. He's a baby. He was 24. He didn't know. Oh my God. It's Javante Davis, man. That's going to be the excuse, Chris. I'm telling you, bro. And once you he. He said he's not ready Oscar for it. He didn't want that fight for Ryan. He didn't want to feed it. He didn't want to. He be back and forth. You don't know what Oscar was, But Oscar De La Hoya would have fought him. Power. Oscar fought everybody. Oscar would have fought him. Oscar didn't, but Oscar didn't fight no young killers at Yes, he did. He fought uh, at 24. Who nah, fought? Oscar has an amazing fight. Oscar De La Hoya has an amazing fight. He was yeah, amazing. Division, six-time division champion. He fought everybody. But they were. But I'm just saying, Pernell was older. Um, um, um my man, uh, uh, who he fought? Oscar fought. He, he fought younger. killers. He man. lost that fight too. Whitaker. He lost, but he was he was a young he was a young he was a young bull when he fought um uh Cesar Chavez. He was younger. The youth. He was came there. into there, beat those guys like every other fighter does when they come up. They come beat the older guys. Floyd beat Gotti. That's just what fight, that's just what the game is. But, but, but he you. fought everybody that he was supposed to fight, and some people. Watch him out about Floyd. And, and, Bernard, and, Bernard, and Bernard and Bernard and Bernard that, that, that you probably really didn't even have to fight that guy. Floyd beat and, him. And, and fought him. He's a, he's a real killer. He got watched him out about Floyd. What's the best way to move a fighter? Move them off their feet, or what? What you mean? In what way? Oh, if you was a promoter and you had to like move a fighter, how, like what's the best way? J- just like how all the thirty fives are being moved. <laughs> get those KOs right. Get those KOs. Get the right. confidence builders. Get the KOs. Look at that. It, that's what they're doing. They're feeding them. Exactly what they're and doing. They, we're saying that the resume is pretty good. It is. They're, they're feeding them. Feed. I mean, Luke Campbell and Javier Fortuna are great wins. To me, they're great wins. They are. And they're knockouts. Yeah, they are. For uh, Ryan Garcia. Yeah. But everybody want to see. I like it's the That's tank individual. show. But coach, it's the tank show. Tank is the guy, and it's because of the, the destruction and the destruction of good quality opponents. The way he does it, I'm just he. The guy is just see. He's from the mud, man. He's from that 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 real real. You ain't supposed to make it. The mud, and he's like every all the other guys are good, but they. But he can get out box though. He could. He he. You know what? Triple Devin, they they can out box him. And, I just, I just, I just with, see and, and with them, how much does does, does years. with them how much does height and reach, uh, and, and you know obviously the width of their their legs, how much does that factor into those those two fights and their boxing ability, being Shakur and, and Devin? It's a huge factor. We've seen it with Manny Pacquiao and Floyd Mayweather. You know, a size always makes a big difference. A big man, they say, a, a really right. great big man beats a really great small man. And that's, that's and this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. The things that the things that that Ryan does not have, Tank has them. But I don't think he'll need them, man. Just because he's just because he's bigger. Tank is. I think Tank is on the level. I think he got of, more than enough. Tank beats Ryan. I'm giving Tank the state of, state of, the, the stamp of great. And what if Ryan beats Tank? Ryan is great. This is a greatness fight. The other guys. This is a greatness are fight. Are very very good, but the difference between they will be great. But their bodies are undeveloped. When I see the movement, I watch myself at that age, man. Yo, man, yeah. when you get clipped with something by these grown men, their bodies just like Mildred Taylor. Your body, man. You know it's a great. You know it's a great example of that fight. Can you look up uh, the age of Edwin uh, De Los Santos? Uh, uh, He's uh, young, bro. I interviewed him. He's like twenty-two years old, bro. Wow, really? He's mad young. 
Man, did you interview that beat? Um, yeah. Jose Venezuela. Wow. Jeez, I got yeah, he wants he wants the Shakur smoke. Really? And I got that, that guy doesn't look underdeveloped at all. <laughs> he looks, he looks but real. Twenty three. But there's some there's some guys. Looks, there's some there's some. But I'm telling you, the way that the I'm watching the punches that they're landing on people. I'm watching how these other thirty fives are landing. I'm watching the shifting and dis distribution of the weight for the shots. I'm watching the mindset, the killer instinct, the confidence. It takes a lot of time, man. Like everybody is not. And when Tank Tank is saying this, he's saying, "How are you going to keep me off of you?" I I've went and sparred Lamont Peterson the headbangers, and I'm a puncher, and Lamont was coming forward. And I was like, yo. Justin, let me tell you something right now. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you something right now. If he goes in there with his hands up and walks at Ryan, he's going to get knocked out. Totally, straight up. Yeah, but now I'm not talking about Ryan. He's not going to do Ryan like that. He's going to do Ryan about? like that in round six. It's the other 35. At any point in that fight, if he does that, it's, it's, it's going to be game over. Bro, it's Ryan. You can't, get, you can't get hot. You can't get, you cannot get clipped up here in your temple. You better not get swept with a Ryan shot. I'm Ryan. telling you right now, because you're not going to see it. It comes wide. It comes fast. It's going to look just like it looked on the, on the YouTubes and the TikToks. <laughs> but yeah, you're going to be on the floor, man. I'm you telling you it. right now. But like, you remember when you seen uh, Roley sparring with Ryan and he clipped him? And then what was the the worst thing that he could do right after? Clip him with another shot right after, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. You just got to look at that. You got to just do your homework. If these guys do their homework, that pressure with that dump, it's so overwhelming, and you don't even, it's fuck overwhelming. And at the end of the day, it's just like, it's just way too much, bro. That's, to be in that position with a puncher that's, that's that athletic, that could box, yeah. I hope we I hope we all watch this fight together because I'm going to look at all three y'all. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm going to say, I told you so. I told you, I told you, I told you. And think about this, coach. This is the last, this is the last thing. We're going to move on to the next topic. The mind. The mind. What about the mind? mind? Man? No, what about it? Man? Who has the who has the best the, the 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 mental fortitude for this stage, man? I don't really see Tank either. I, the, no, no, no. Who's been in a big fight with a guy that we didn't know what was gonna happen? With an we, we laugh about when he knocked out uh my man. He knocked out homeboy. Uh uh Leo Santa Cruz is a Hall of Famer. Lifted him off his feet. How many weight classes? How many? Come on. No, no. If it was Pacquiao, Pacquiao came up in weight. I, I, I mean, and I said, ah, maybe it's still, it's still, it's still cap. Maybe Tank ain't really, ain't really one of them ones. Maybe he ain't gorillified. But after the Rollies fight, the moment, the stage, the build up, and how he went in there and had patience and took him apart, the boy's mind is there. Rollie was a guy that was built to fight. That that was built up to fight Tank. To me, in my opinion. By the same promotion, the company they hype, they no, super hype that no. fight up, man. Yo, man, stop it! Stop it! You went too Yo, far. You put your, you put your Floyd signed Roly for a reason. Next time, Floyd saw Roly in the gym. If Floyd was Roly was beating up guys, Floyd signed. Let's keep it real. <laughs> ne next topic, Chanel. Well, actually, so we're actually getting ready to wrap up, but for entertainment purposes, I do have the Tim Zoo and Jamel Charlo interview if you guys want to listen to it. I would love you want to listen to it with us, yeah. I know you didn't yeah. hear it, so I think it'd be a little slightly entertaining to say the least. <laughs> Let's get that going. There it is. This division. What's that? There's only one of these world champions in this division for now. I made it easier for you to choose who the best is and who, who to fight next. I made it easy for you to say Duh. 
I'm going to. I always, I always wanted you, bro, because I always, always thought you were the best out. You were the best out there. That's why I wanted you. I'm weird. I'm weird all the way around. Weird. Weird. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Yep. What's, what's weird? Just Google it. Google that word. It's just it's a word. Google it. Weird. I'm weird. I'm weird in the world. I'm weird everywhere around. I'm I'm weird. I like when they talk because my nickname is Mr. Key running your mouth. But I, I and, and and I have shown up a lot of people that felt like they was what what Tim say he is. Keep them keep them both shiny. Cause I'm coming to grab him. Okay. I'm telling you, you're you're the you're the man. Okay, right there, right? <laughs> I heard Tim Zhu speak about Charlo when Charlo's not there. He sounds super confident. I'm going to do this to him. I'm going to do that to him. Right now, Charlo sounds 100% confident. Tim Zhu sounds a little bit like... I'm not really buying it, you know? So from there, it lets me know that mentally... Charlo got him. What do you think, Coach? I don't think said? he understood what he was saying. <laughs> I, mean, I, I was, I was, gonna, I'm gonna go off of what she said too. Like, <laughs> imagine he was in his position and he just hit you with, "I'm weird." It's a word. <laughs> Google it. Like, you gonna be like, "All right, this dude is different." I'm gonna be like, "I'm gonna beat your weird ass." I'm gonna be like, "I'm gonna hurt you." Like, un- like for me personally, he yeah, just not like that. Like you, yeah, Zoo, um, I mean, yeah. I mean. Zoo's like, like what? I mean, I mean, uh, uh, what does that mean in the context of this fight? Like, Justin, you're from Brooklyn. But you're you're okay, headed okay. to talk trash. <laughs> but you, but you find, but you yeah. from Australia. Or you find guy. It's just you can be confidently dismissed. You could dismiss a guy with a confidence. You could be like this, man. Whatever, man. This guy's a cornball. Like you could be like, all right, all that talking, man. We're gonna see what happens. It just, I mean, it, it doesn't mean anything because bro. I would say this. It's cultural too, though. It's cultural because say if you were fighting a guy like, in a way. And someone said something like that to him. I could imagine that because, you know, Japanese are very polite, conservative people. Okay. He wouldn't respond in a way that you respond or he wouldn't okay. even scoff him. It's like almost as if what he's saying doesn't even matter because whatever Tim is going to do, he's going to do regardless well, of what Charlo says. Yeah. Well, Culturally. Charlo, Charlo is, tell, is saying this, the mindsets, right? A man is telling you that basically I want to take your career from you. I want to hurt you. <laughs> I want to fight you. He's calling him bro. He's being very respectful because you are the best man. I wanted to fight you, man. That's not a guy. That's a guy that I feel like you're my fan. I don't feel like you're there to really hurt me. What is what is bro about? What is bro? What's all the respect about? That that stuff plays a part in it, man. If a guy, I'm, for me personally, if a guy comes and says, "Just man, you are number one, bro. You are the guy." It, it's you're supposed to act like, "Yo, listen, man. Yeah, you did your thing, man. But yo, we're gonna see what's up." You know, it's just, that's too much respect, man. And I but there's not only one way respect. to be a challenger, though. There's not only one way to challenge for the, for the titles. So, you know, it may fact in or it may not. We'll see. Yeah. We're going to see, man. We're going to see, but I'm telling you, that, that solidified it. Too much respect. Coach, man, we had a, yo, we had a great time with you. We got to get you back on after that fight. Man, you have an amazing boxing mind, man. Is there anything you want to say to the viewers? Uh, and, and, and where can they find you, man? Where can they watch your show, man? Well, first of all, I want to tell you guys thank you for letting me be on your platform. Um, shout out to you guys, Big and Big, and Big, right? Big and Bigs. Bigs versus Bigs. Bigs versus Bigs. I'm going to tell you guys what uh, Coach Wade told me because I feel like we have very similar aspects in um, our platforms. And you guys are a voice of the of this industry. And most importantly, 
you have a big part of um, the youth. You know, they look up to you guys and you just continue guys what you're doing. It's not all about the views or the, the, the likes. It's about that pure content. Mm-hmm. But um, just keep up what you guys are doing. And uh, you guys can follow me at um, Mill City Boxing Podcast on Instagram, Mill City Boxing on uh, YouTube, my YouTube channel. And yeah, man, uh, my TikTok, Mill City Boxing. Uh, we do a little boxing tutorials and boxing, high-level boxing media just like you guys. Man, follow him right there for all things boxing. You heard it from Coach himself, man. You heard it from Coach Torres himself. Thank you so much for being on here, and it was a it was a real pleasure to talk to you. For real, man. Absolutely. Yeah, I had a lot of fun, guys. Thank <laughs> you. We'll hear Thanks, from sir. you soon, brother. Take it easy, man. <laughs> Later. All right. The Biggs vs. Biggs podcast was brought to you by your creators and hosts, Kristen Biggs and Justin Biggs. Executive producers, Letitia Biggs, Aaron Freeman, Westworld Productions, and Valerie Wright. Co-host and production manager, Chanel Blackman. Audio editor, Eric Ryloff. Opening announcement by Jack Thriller. Sound design, mix, and master, James Oliva. And special thanks to our friends and partners at Revolt TV, Aki Garrett, Patty Reyes, and JJ West. Bigs versus Bigs out. Are out of here. Bigs versus Bigs out. No, I said Bigs versus Bigs out. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's.